and welcome to a very special edition of the Record Rangers podcast. I'm here with Scott McDermott and we're just going to talk about one thing today which is Scott's exclusive story that Ollie McBurney is interesting. Rangers, Scott, what can you tell us at this very moment? Just uh, that Rangers have been in contact with Swansea, Johnny, about uh, the availability of Ollie McBurney. Obviously there's a lot of chat at the moment regarding Alfredo Morelos. You know, will he stay, will he go with interest from, from China? I think Rangers are basically covering their, their bases. You know, the, the Chinese transfer window is open until the end of February, as we know. So they've got a bit of time um, in terms of that negotiation for Morelos. But in terms of getting a replacement in, they've obviously only got till, uh, till later on this evening. So to go and buy somebody you know, for a, a big chunk of money you know, might be a bit a bit foolish with the Morelos deal not yet done or any potential Morelos deal not done. So I think they've looked around at the loan market again for a striker and Ollie McBurney's one that interests them. I think initial contact was made yesterday and I think Rangers have spoken to Swansea again today. Um, there are a number of clubs interested in McBurney, Championship clubs, Sunderland being the main one. I think they're also interested in a couple of strikers down the road. Um, Barnsley, I'm pretty sure, will be interested again. This is all loan deals, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he's he's highly rated at Swansea. He's part of their first team squad. Even when Carlos Carvajal came in recently, um, he was no, he was involved in the first team. He started a couple of games. I think the game he started at Anfield against Liverpool was when Leon Britton was in, in caretaker charge. But he's been in and around that first team setup. For a long time now, he's had more than ten appearances a season. I think it's, yeah. it's fourteen or something like that. But he's, well, so he's had a good few, and, and he's he's banged goals in in the reserves down the ranks there under twenty threes, uh, very regularly for for Swansea. And he's always, I must admit, covering the the Scotland under twenty one games up here, he's always impressed me. Um, he's never had the fact that he's a a boyhood Rangers fan as well. Yeah, do you think he'll be absolutely desperate to make this move happen? I'm I'm pretty certain. That's the move that he wants. That's the loan move that he wants. I think he's accepted. No, he'll need to go on loan uh, this month to get game time. It's talk of Swansea going for Ayu uh, from West Ham, so it'll be another striker going in there. He's already competing with guys like Wilfred Boney and um, Tammy Abraham, people like that. So I think he knows he has to get out. He knows there's interest, but being a, a Rangers supporter um, from 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 a young boy, uh, I think. If the Rangers move can happen, that that's the one he wants. What what I would say is, he's on a decent wage down there. I don't think it will be an easy deal for Rangers. I think Swansea will probably want him to go to the Championship. It's probably easier for them to do a deal with a Championship club. And, and to make this permanent, we're talking millions here, aren't we? This is this is no not a yeah, permanent I, deal. I would think so. I mean, in terms of Rangers contact with Swansea, I, mean, I don't think it's. It'll have even got that far discussing a kind of option to buy or whatever. But no, my own gut feeling is that no, it would be a, a loan to the end of the season at the minute. Um, as I say, he's highly rated down there. I think Swansea would be looking for uh, a right good few quid for somebody to come in and come in and take him permanently. What sort of a player is he, Scott? You've obviously seen him a lot more than I have yep. down at uh, under twenty one level and, and below that. 
he's six foot two, so he's no he's no slouch. Presumably, he's decent in there. Yep, he's he's unorthodox, Johnny. He's he's big. He's gangly. Um, he's got this kind of. Uh, this kind of look about him, you know, the, the socks down at his ankles and stuff. I mean, this is a boy. He's not been. Uh, he's not been pampered in any way. You no, know, at Premier League level, Premier League academy level. You no, know, he was down at Bradford City. He's been in loan at Chester City, so he's had to. He's had to rough it to get get where he is. But he's got an ungainly style. He doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, um, for his ability on the deck. Because he is big, he's seen as a seen as a kind of target man. But I think he's got a lot more than that. He would certainly be. He's certainly different to Alfredo Morelos. So the, the Rangers, if they get him, won't be bringing in a like for like replacement. Um, he is more of a, a target man than Morelos. But as I say, he's got decent decent ability with, with the ball at his feet. And it would certainly, if Morelos was to go, and Rangers had Cummings and McBurney, who obviously know each other very well. There's a lot of Twitter. Banter yeah, going on between yeah. the two of them over the last two, few weeks. Two of them are big pals from for the under twenty one setup, but the two of them are, are totally different players. So it would give Rangers different options, um, and obviously Eduardo Herrera is still at Rangers as well. He's seen as the kind of target man option, so it remains to be seen if they can get McBurney in. What would happen to Herrera? Does this move make it more likely that the speculation surrounding Alfredo Morelos? will come to fruition. I think so, because if there was absolutely no doubt about Alfredo Morelos staying at Ibrox, I don't think Rangers would be in the market for a striker. Um, I think they're probably actively looking at trying to get Herrera away, and if they could, then they'd have maybe looked at getting, again, maybe looked at somebody like McBurney to come in for him. But as I say, with all this speculation about Morelos, I think Rangers quite rightly have had to act quickly. Um, I think yesterday and maybe even the day before, you know, they started properly looking at loan options. Uh, I've no doubt they'll have a number of names on a list, um, but McBurney's certainly certainly one of them. And I think if they can if they can do it, then um, it'd, be a, it'd be a good signing for them again. What was his route down south, Scott? Because obviously, the, quite often the route would be you play at youth level, get spotted by a big team. Uh, get taken down there, but it seems like he's been down there for pretty much the majority of his yeah, career. Yeah, he's been down there. It's his family that are from. Uh, he he's Yorkshire. He was Yorkshire, kind of born and bred. But his family, I think it's his grandparents are from Glasgow, um, and we're obviously huge huge Rangers fans. Um, but he grew up, uh, grew up, maybe grew up in Leeds. Certainly started his career at Bradford. Uh, as I say, went out and loan to Chester but really impressed at youth level at Bradford, and that's where he got his move to Swansea. And he's been involved with Scotland. I mean, despite the kind of Yorkshire accent, I mean, he's a patriotic Scot. He's been involved with Scotland's youth teams for a good few years now. Um, and as I say, that uh, that kind of affinity with Rangers has been there for a, for a long time. You only need to look at his, his Twitter feed to, to see that. He's big pals with guys like Barry McKay and stuff who were at who were at Rangers previously, so um, I think he'd be very keen on it. It'd be ideal for him to come up here, get game time at his at his boyhood club, um, probably get noticed a lot more than he would going to a Sunderland or a, or a Barnsley. So, um, as I say, I think he's keen to make it happen, but it's far from done as yet, but there's certainly been contact made and Rangers are certainly interested. 
how do you assess his potential to make a big impact in the Scottish Premier League? Because obviously he's not played up here. He's played down in the Premiership, which makes you think he must have some pretty serious talent. Yeah. But he's scored a lot of goals, as you say, in reserve team football. Can he translate that and it goes up here in Scotland? I would say so, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, you, you never know how players are going to adapt or... It's difficult at times to gauge the, the levels, but you'd have to surmise that you know, Premier League under 23 level would be a decent standard. He's clearly too good for that. He's, he's banging goals in left, right and centre. He's around a first-team squad in the Premier League regularly. Um, for him to start in a game at Anfield against Liverpool, albeit, as I say, it was a caretaker manager in charge, shows how much faith Swan- the Swansea coaching staff have got in him. And as I see, even since Carvajal has come in, I know that the game at Watford recently when he came off the bench and had a big a big impact in Swansea getting back into the game. So, listen, I think if you're if you're in and around that level, you would look at the Scottish Premiership and think, right, I can go up there and can go up there and do a job, um, considering the, the opposition up here. So it'd be really interesting to see how he see how he does, how he links up with Cummings. Does he come in? and start ahead of Cummings? Does he come in and play with Cummings? Um, this is assuming Morelos goes, obviously. Mm. Or does he come up and maybe have to you know, maybe have to play second fiddle to Cummings at the start and try and work his way in? What type of a character is he? Because, as we've already touched on, seems to be big friends with Jason Cummings. Is he a similar sort of bubbly, gregarious character to have Def- around the place? Yeah, definitely. N- not as much of a... Maybe not as much as a jo- of a joker as Cummings, but big personality, big character... Um, isn't afraid to, to speak his mind, feel like all his interviews. Uh, we've been lucky enough to interview him quite a few times just with under-21s and stuff. No, isn't afraid to kind of call it as it is. Very comfortable in press conferences and stuff like that. So I think it would have no problem, uh, certainly no problem fitting in up here. Finally, we're just moving on to any other transfer business. Anything you want to share with us before you depart? Jack just Henry's been mentioned by Keith earlier on. Is that something you think that Rangers are looking at? Um... I think Jack Henry's a very good player. I mean, I remember watching Jack Henry at Partick Thistle when he was a, a teenager and there was a lot of scouts watching him and I was surprised at the time that the old firm weren't weren't sniffing around and obviously he went down to, went down to Wigan, down south. Didn't he really crack it down there and has come back up to Dundee and whenever I've seen him, I mean, the, the, one of the games I, I watched him in this season, was at, uh, this season was at Celtic Park and that was the day Brendan Rodgers... Uh, came out afterwards and spoke really highly of him. It was un- quite unusual for an opposition manager to single out one player, but he did. Brendan Rodgers actually uh, was touting him for a Scotland Cup that day. He's done that a few times, Rodgers, because he yeah. did that with Carson, didn't he? And yep. now they're after Carson. Well, so. a- after one performance, I say at Celtic Party, he was he was touting Henry for Scotland. So, listen, if Celtic, any player who's doing well in Scotland, if Celtic are looking at him, no, you'd you'd like to think Rangers would be Rangers would be looking at him as well, but I think probably the fact that Celtic have already made contact with Dundee, there's been bids in. I've got a feeling that well, it might might take a while today, but I've got a feeling Celtic have kind of stolen a march on that one, and they'll they'll get him to Celtic Park somehow. You think the in terms of moves out? Do you think there's any more bubbling away? Do I thought think? I thought we'd have heard more. I must admit, I yeah. thought guys like Herrera. No, maybe even Lee Hodson, uh, maybe Windass, as we spoke about the other day. I thought there might have been a bit more, a bit more chat. I mean, I don't doubt no work will be going on behind the scenes with Graham Murphy and Mark Allen. If they feel the squad does need trimmed tonight, 
not to try and get takers for for a couple of these uh, couple of these kind of squad fringe players. Um, but we've no we've not heard anything as yet. Finally, Scott, just before we go, the the big chat that we had yesterday was around uh, Alfredo Morelos and that deal. And today we've obviously had the story that the, the money's gone up yep. from even where we looked at it the other day. Are you still of the opinion that Rangers have to have a long, hard think about this? Or as, as we approach the eight and the eight and a half million mark, do we just say it's time to start biting hands off here? Yep, I think it's reached that stage, Johnny. I must admit, yesterday, as you say, I was kind of trying to you know, sit in the fence almost and say it's a big dilemma for Rangers. It's a kind of 50-50 decision. From what we're hearing, or from what I heard last night and today, no, when it's getting up to seven, seven and a half, plus add-ons, I mean, I'm hearing... No crazy figures about the money that Morelos has been offered over there. 20, wages. 20, 27 grand tax free, isn't it? That's uh, what I'm, about. I'm hearing even even more than that. Right. No, no, a lot more than that. So he's a player on maybe seven, eight grand at the moment. So it'd be huge. Yeah, huge. I mean maybe. I mean, also we heard the the Mexican boys at Rangers were on like twenty twenty odd grand a week. So I don't think twenty odd grand a week in China is actually too much. I think Morelos. From what I'm hearing, has been offered a lot, a lot more than that, right. and um, that to me makes it a kind of no-brainer. No, that transfer fee, as well as the kind of carrot for him in terms of salary. As much as it would be a big blow for Rangers to lose him at this stage, sometimes you just need to accept. No, to make what a seven hundred percent profit in a guy you signed signed six months ago. Um, as we said yesterday. If they can tee up a replacement and get one in the night, whether it's McBurney or somebody else, it's brilliant, it'd be brilliant business for Rangers. You have to say that no matter what happens with Morelos, the kind of money we're talking about, it's been an incredibly successful transfer window for Mark Allen yeah. and uh, Graham Murty because uh, I don't think anyone would have felt going into the window that the fans would be coming out the other side feeling no. as positive as the, the overall attitude seems to be at the moment. Definitely. And, no, and nobody, no, no Rangers fan would want to lose Morelos, but if the if the sweetener, if you like, is that you lose him, but you've got seven million quid in the kitty and you get a replacement in on loan until the end of the season, then no, I think I think the punters would would accept that. I mean, I've heard a few people saying right, they, you know, if they get the Morelos money in, let's go and sign the guy for you no know, two and a half, three million quid. I see, obviously Tyler Roberts, who Rangers had looked at, so he leads for two and a half, two and a half million. And I get that argument, I suppose, if you're bringing in seven, seven, seven and a half million, the temptations to go and spend. But, no, it's such a huge amount of money. Rangers, no, they need to it, wi- it wipes out all the mistakes of, of the Kashina does. era, doesn't it? Of course what, it so does. So it means and you're starting on a clean yeah, slate next it, season. And it gives you money in the bank. No, no sometimes you just need to take a, take a step back, realise you've, no, you've struck a really good deal, you've made a fantastic profit. We all know Graham Murty has only got a contract to the end of the season. The new boys that have come in, the majority of them, are on loan until the end of the season. So clearly, you no know, Rangers have got a plan in place to get to the you no know, to get to the end of May, reassess things, see where they go. So I think getting this money in, I mean, get this money in now, and obviously still go and finish second in the league, which is the primary aim, as well as getting a run in the Scottish Cup. If they can do all that, then. As you say, they'll, they'll look back in January and think, God, that was a right, a right good month for us. Okay, Scott, that's all from us. Thanks, guys, for joining us for this very special episode of the Record Rangers podcast. We'll be back next midweek with our usual episodes. 
Uh, if you liked what we do, get on to iTunes and give us a review. You can also just subscribe there, uh, which means you get the podcast as soon as it becomes available. Thanks for listening. 